Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? The Matt Mosley Show, of course. And uh, we're getting ready. We got uh, high school softball tonight. I love uh, Tom and Ward have been out in the field doing a bunch of play-by-play. And uh, Bosqueville will be back at it this very evening. Coming to us from Weatherford, Texas. And then um, Crawford gets it on uh, this weekend. Ward will be on that call. I believe, uh, is that Axtell? We've got so many teams involved in in, uh, softball right now. And uh, doing great things that I was having a lot of fun yesterday, kind of working my way through it. I, it. I think, well, we could count certainly Franklin. Love Franklin. Franklin's still involved. Um, we've got Crawford. We got Bosqueville. I mean, we, it, Lorena. Come on now. Come on, Lorena. Love what Lorena has done with its program. Obviously, football was huge. And then uh, Lorena can get after it. And I, I don't know. I'm going to ask uh, Aaron. We're going to check in with Tom at around 520. And we'll get a live report from Weatherford where he's getting ready to Bosque, uh, to do that Bosqueville game. And uh, Tom does a great job on those. And that'll be at oh, about 645. 645 is when that broadcast will get going. And uh, that's uh, that's some good. I'm gonna. One of the questions I'll ask Aaron, and and I, I'd like to get your answer now. Why is why do so many great softball teams seem to come out of Central Texas? Is it the coaching? Is it the team? I mean, is it the are they putting resources behind it? Is it just great talent, great players? Um, and, and I'd also like to do a little research to see how many of these great young softballers are, are, are going on and playing some college base, uh, softball. And then Aaron, by the way, in addition to getting the answers to those questions, I believe you reached out to me earlier to let me know Baylor softball. I mean, we, is there, am I correct Aaron in saying, the Bears have another championship. Does that sound right? That's correct. They won. Right. The, they uh, won the NISC title, beating UNLV four to nothing earlier today. Take that! Take that! Nobody was scoring on them. I was watching some of these uh, these games, and uh, that was uh, that was really. Um, I, I mean, I was kind of. I don't want to say I was watching the games. I was monitoring the games all right i was just kind of seeing how things were going and they were doing extremely well and i saw a a tweet go out today in fact called it said championship vibes championship vibes now aaron it's hard to in the big 12 i would say what happens is you get beaten down so much by the oklahomas the oklahoma state the texases 
of the world that if you get loose from those schools and and you go play uh, some teams in the old NISC, I, I got to feel like you feel pretty battle-tested. And uh, good for Glenn Moore, uh, Hoot, the whole gang, Hoot Jonigan, for, uh, for getting that done. NISC. And I know people are wondering, okay, what's going to – uh, what's going to happen with these programs? And uh, I just I feel like Glenn Moore and his staff have done a tremendous job for a lot of years, and uh, and I hope they get a chance to continue on doing that on the baseball front. Aaron, some rough news today, and of course at four twenty we'll talk some baseball. We'll go to Arlington with somebody that's covering the Big Twelve championships, and Chris Williams from Channel 10, will join us and uh, really enjoy Chris's work. He's a fun guy. He and Matt Lively, Curtis Quillen, Darby, uh, just a lot of really good young uh, broadcasters around here. TV Jack, of course. Jack, uh, I guess Jack's still a youngster, too, even though Jack's kind of an old soul. Uh, Mandy, I just like there's a lot of people locally that Eric over there at 44 does some good things. So really enjoy our local TV people, and I like to tap into the what they're doing sometimes. And so we will check in um, with Chris Williams at 4:20 today, and then the day will just continue to unfold. We got Mavericks talk at five o'clock. Aaron, um, now the bad news is, just to finish what I was saying, Baylor baseball checks out of the tournament with an 11-1 loss. And that was a run rule situation. And there's a lot of uh, stuff. So they're out of the Big 12. They came in as the eighth seed, hung tough with TCU, the top seed, but did not get it done. I like... Uh, Steve Rodriguez a lot. He's come on with us a lot over the years. I just think he's a really cool guy. I think he's. I think the players really love Steve. Um, these are tough moments because the program is not where it needs to be right now. Now, are there reasons for that? Sure. I mean, you got Tommy John surgery for your best pitcher. Happens, uh, I believe, in early May. That hits. You finally get Blake Helton back late, and he looks good. Finally, get he's been banged up a lot. Uh, big rigs coming on, then he gets hurt a little bit, gets banged up, and he's got some issues. Talking about Will Rigney, and um, I, I I like the team. I like some of the talent. I like the pop in the in the in these bats, but it was not a product that could stand up to the Big Twelve competition this year, and so inevitably. Um, Steve was going to be asked about his job status and to what, to that, he answered, Hey, um, it'll be up to, uh, you know, I, I'm paid to coach. And, um, he was mentioning the AD Mac Rhodes is paid to pick coaches. And, you know, I understand, I understand. He's got to think through that. And, and, you know, I, I think, I think Steve could have just said, hey, yeah, we had all these injuries and we've had several trips to the regionals and we're I, I think I should continue to go on. Steve did not say that, although we'll hear later some of the, 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 the more uh, the some of the comments in the proper context 
And uh, Aaron's done a good job of tracking that down. Chris Williams on the TV side helping us as well. I know Tom has some access to that. So we'll listen to what Steve has to say. And I think it's very important. I think it would be, uh, it would be, it's a tough call for Mac Rhodes because is the program where it needs to be right now? No, it's not. Now, has Steve done a good job for the Bears? I think he has. I really think he has. I think he's had some good moments. You know, they have not broken through. He's not been to a super regional. Um, some of the research our staff and, and Tom was doing, you know, he, three trips to the regionals, okay, in the years since he's uh, since he's been at Baylor. When, when did he take over for Steve Smith? Well, I believe the last season for Steve Smith was around 2015. Now, you know, there's a lot of reasons why the thing ended with Steve Smith, but I'll say this, tremendous run from 1999 to around 2012. That 2012 team was great. Should have been at the should have been in the World Series. Did make the World Series in 2005. Had a great team in 2003. Bears had some really really good moments under uh, Steve Smith. It did not end that well. Part of the reason is Steve and Mitch. Uh, he's just got a little crossways. We know Mitch Thompson over at MCC. All he's done is gone over there and continues to win uh, national JUCO championships. Got another chance to to do one coming up this weekend as they get the national JUCO the World Series going. That's big. That's big. Now, could Mitch? You know, I. I wish we could find a way to get more of those MCC kids involved in that Baylor program. I really do, because they're going to Arkansas. They're going to OU. This big six seven kid we had the other day, Aaron, where's he going? He's going to go play pitch for Oklahoma. Um, the other kid we had on recently, that was Hunter, was uh, is Grimes, Hunter Grimes, going to play for Arkansas, one of the greatest programs in the country. I want to see more of those players coming to Baylor. I will say, I think Coach Strauss, I think Coach Rodriguez, I do think they've brought some really, really talented guys in. At times, they've been really good pitching. They got caught in a in a trap this year with the bullpen. Got some major bullpen issues. Let us hear from you. We got Baylor baseball fans out there. Again, I, I don't want to be on here pom-pom in this thing and acting like the program's where it wants where it should be. Steve would be the first to tell you that being the eighth seed is unacceptable. And this year's record of whatever it was, 27, 28, uh, you know, right there at 500, a little bit under, it's not acceptable. I mean, that's not, that's not where this program has been in the past. It's not where Steve's been. So I'd like to see Steve get another season, but uh Road's going to have some important uh, things to think over. I think Steve is a guy that players that the guys love playing for and and he's a strong advocate and he does a lot of good things. It just simply it didn't work out this season. And they gave it one more go at the Big 12 Championships and it didn't it didn't work out. Now, speaking of more playoff type situations, Mavericks will tee it up again uh tonight. That game will be in Golden State. They're down 3-1. Thought they showed a lot of character. I think Golden State is a team that they have to be, you know, when they're engaged, 
they do some amazing things. Aaron, the one thing I will say to you is that Boston team that showed up in Miami last night, that's a scary team. That's a, they've taken a 3-2 lead, and Miami did not look like they belonged on the court with them. At one point, they got up 17. Miami tried to make a last gasp effort. They're missing a couple of players. Tyler Hero has been out. <laughs> he is one of the better players for the Miami Heat. Uh, Aaron, do you, right now, if we just went ahead and advanced the Golden State Warriors, I know you don't want to do that. You would like to, let's let's try to pretend the Mavericks have a chance. But if I suspend that and I say Golden State and the Celtics are going to advance to the finals, who would you like in those finals? Golden State in six. Golden State to take down the Celtics. find that very interesting because uh, – they, you know, Golden State has two superstars. You can make an argument that pulls on his way. And, and uh, when you look at some of these other teams, um, when you look at the Celtics right now, they've got two superstars. And, and, and I think I could almost make an argument that they are deeper than Golden State. But I think that would be fascinating. Let's hope the Mavericks can hang in there and get going. Now, uh, Aaron, the uh, Schmaltzes trivia question schmaltz is i'm gonna make it fairly easy i'm gonna make this i'm gonna make so this is gonna be a rapid fire we're gonna hear a lot of responses uh although it'll take a little while for them to look this up uh and then we'll announce it on the other side all right here's the question how many teams nobody has ever come back from a 3-0 deficit in the nba nobody has ever overcome that it has happened Teams have come back to make it 3-3. I want to know who's done it. Uh, you only have to tell me what year. I just want to know which teams have have come back and made it 3-3 in a best-of-seven series. All right? I can think of a couple off the top of my head. It hadn't happened a lot. Uh, first person to get that right on the uh, text line, the CNC Collision text line, 254-662-1660, does win those two free sandwiches from Schmaltz's, one of the great sandwiches in the state of Texas and in Central Texas. Great to see you, Nelson Rue, yesterday. Boy, I got to, I got to meet the Mrs. Rue. That is, uh, that's, I mean, that, is, that, was, uh, that was rarefied air yesterday at the Baylor Club. But uh, that is our Schmaltz's trivia question. We'll be announcing the winner as the day unfolds. All right, we'll go to Arlington next, and we'll talk about this Baylor baseball program and uh, the Big 12 championships. That is next. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at the nitschegroup.com. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Tonight will be quiet with temperatures cooling to 60 degrees under mostly clear skies. High pressure takes over for your Memorial Day weekend, bringing returning sunshine through next week. We'll top out at 93 degrees tomorrow, 94 on Saturday, and becoming a bit breezier on Sunday with a high of 95. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. $10 bill, if you can give me that coach's name right now without looking. $10. Ah, Aaron. Are you just not saying it because you don't like TCU? Kirk Sarloos. Okay, Sarloos. Vaguely familiar. (laughs) Aaron, for refusing to commit to memory the rivals of the Bears. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Get a great deal on versatile Kubota equipment today, like Kubota BX and L-Series compact tractors, part of our under 100-horsepower tractor lineup rated number one for reliability, Z-Series mowers and sidekick utility vehicles. Stop by your local Kubota dealer today. Bring home the Kubota L2501 tractor for zero down, 0% APR for up to 60 months, plus save up to $1,100 now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. You know what would be weird? You go over to your buddy's house and he invites you into his bedroom and says, Hey, have you seen my bed? And then he proceeds to take all the covers off his bed, looks at you with no shame and asks you, Do you like what you see? Um, awkward. It's the same thing with your truck. A bare bed is an awkward form of truck nudity and it should be stopped. Now, our lawmakers aren't going to do anything about it, so Pickup Outfitters has decided to take the initiative. In the month of April, all solid bed covers are 200 dollars $50 off when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. You heard right. $250 off all solid bed covers in April. Folding, rolling, retractable, lid style, all $250 off. It's in celebration of our 25th anniversary, but it's also to help you from being that weird guy who wants to show everyone his bed. $250 off solid bed covers in April when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, on the web at createacommotion.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Make your dreams come true in 2022. First Central Credit Union has no closing costs and low interest rates on home equity loans now through June 30th. Build dreams with your home's equity for home renovations or unexpected expenses. Get quick decisions from a local institution you trust. Apply online today at firstcentralcu.com. Loan subject to credit approval. Membership eligibility and loan policies. Rate subject to change without notice. Restrictions may apply. Minimum home equity loan is $10,000. Member NCUA. Okay, so you're ready to see the Rangers' exciting new lineup at the ballpark during our 50th anniversary season but you have no idea what your summer schedule will look like. Introducing the Texas Rangers Voucher Pack at your service. A pack with 10 ticket vouchers you can redeem in any increment to any home game. Need 10 tickets for one game? You can do that. One ticket to 10 games? Yeah, you can do that too. The flexibility is all yours. Get yours at TexasRangers.com. 
Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format helping to break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with the Kalea Wealth Management Group. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on our website or Spotify. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Oklahoma State sends Baylor baseball home early from the Big 12 tournament. Bears go 0-2 in the Big 12 tournament. Rangers split their series with the Angels, winning last night 7-2. Rangers start a series with Oakland tonight. First pitch 840, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. In the NBA Eastern Conference Finals, Boston takes a 3-2 lead in the series with a 90-83 win over the Heat. Tonight in the Western Conference Finals, the Mavericks at Golden State. Tip is at 8 o'clock. The Warriors have a 3-1 lead in that series. Franklin beat Lorena yesterday in Game 1 of the Region finals eight to nothing. Game two tonight from Baylor at seven o'clock. Bosqueville beat Munster eleven to one in game one of their series. Game two tonight from Weatherford seven o'clock first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Mostly show. ESPN Central Texas working through a uh, Thursday. Thank you, Central National Bank, for what you do, our presenting sponsor. I just stepped out for a quick moment, and uh, I believe we have Chris Williams with us now. And, um, oh, I can hear him now. Chris, have you, uh, in, in anger at, the, at Baylor already being knocked out of the Big 12 championships, have you just jumped right on the road or are you going to plan? Are you going to stay for the rest of this thing? I mean, you're credentialed through the entire event. What is your uh, what's your plan from here? I'm going to be honest with you. Me and Matt Lively are already on a local golf course. Uh, I think uh, blow off a little steam <laughs> after what we watched this morning. So that's uh, I mean, a great venue, a great time, but seeing Baylor get bumped that quickly is just kind of hard to want to hang around. Yeah, I hate. Uh... Hate to see Lively looks like I've seen some of that swing on social media, and I'm not certain I would bet anything against that guy. Seems to work on his swing a lot and and plays a little too much. Okay, and um, it's good. It it was good to have you and uh, Matt uh, covering this, Curtis Quillen it, as well. I mean, this was a uh, this was an all star cast that uh, made their way to Arlington. I'm not exactly sure. Why? I mean, it was it was not. I did not have a great feeling about all this, but I thought that first game against TCU, boy, it typified a lot of this season, didn't it? Like, hang in there, hang in there, hang in there, and then just can't. You know, the bullpen can't hold it. And quite honestly, in that kind of setting, 
two runs is just not going to get it done. I mean, you're going to have to keep piling on. Um, Did you kind of feel like at least that game typified a lot of this season? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was the the perfect representation of the season where they're hanging in there, and then and then you get to the sixth inning and seventh, and there's a couple plays that they could have made a ground ball at third, a hard hit, you know, it wasn't an error, but they could have made that play, could have made a play in the outfield, no communication, and just those two plays are what what kill them. Two runs come in, and you know you can't recover from that. So yeah, it was a perfect example of they look like, you know, a, a, they should be in the top half of the conference for most of the game, and then the wheels fall off, and you understand why they were the eighth seed. Yeah, it's uh, it's a uh, it's a tough uh, reality. And then the Oklahoma State, uh, the Pokes, the Cowboys uh, uh, put it on the Bears this morning on right here on ESPN Central Texas in a run rule situation. Uh, Chris, did you and Matt kind of keep your eye on on uh, Curtis Quillen, sports director at Channel Six, to make sure there was no fist pumping? During that, uh, you know, during, when as, as Oklahoma State was running up the score? Yeah, you know, he was rubbing elbows with the Oklahoma State alum in the, the press box all weekend, mostly. We we definitely, mm. I, I kind of moved away from him the more runs they start putting up because, you know, you can't can't listen to an Oklahoma State alum as they're run ruling the Bears. <laughs> oh, the I, I, I knew he would be over there. Of course, he'll be with us tomorrow, chilling with Quillen. But I like that uh, you and Bryce and Matt and the whole gang went down there afterwards, and and it, it you know it needed to be asked. Um, I, I I guess I I would first ask you this, Chris. Did, um, Steve Rodriguez's answer today was interesting. Hey, I I just uh, I coach the players. He picks the coaches. Talking about Mac Rhodes coming away from that, the aftermath of that. Did your gut, did you and Matt, and I'm sure you guys have kind of compared notes, what does your, your gut tell you? Did, you, did it was kind of like almost like 50-50, whether, um, whether, I don't want to put you in a tough spot here, but I, you, you are on with me. I need your opinion on this. What do you, uh, what, what does y'all's gut, y'all travel around together and compare notes? Do you, do you feel like Steve may get another shot at this thing, or was there anything about that press conference where you felt, it felt like it could be the final one. Well, it, it was interesting because the question before that, I, I actually asked him about if he feels like the program's in a spot where they need to rebuild or if they're in a spot where they can find success. And he gave an answer that Lively and I actually, we talked about after, it sounded like this wasn't his first time thinking about it. He gave an answer that almost sounded like his sales pitch for why he should stay. It was, a, you know, two years ago during COVID, we had just come off winning the Shiner Classic. We were in a great spot, probably going to make the regional again. Last year, COVID hits them at a bad time. They're still, you know, Team 65, the the first one out of the tournament. So it, it feels like he definitely understands that he's going to have to give a, a sales pitch for why he should come back. Um, I think the question is just how how much is Mac Rose expecting out of the baseball program? Is he, you know, is he expecting them to be like the basketball program, like the football team winning a Sugar Bowl, or does he understand – they don't have the full scholarships. They're in a little bit different situation. They've been successful. They're in a tough conference. So I think the, the feeling I got is that Rodriguez knows he's going to have to give him a reason for why he's staying, but it, it didn't seem like he feels either way if he'll be back or not. I, I think it was mostly he just knows that he's going to have to be prepared to defend himself. All right. Yeah, that's interesting. And I'm, I'm going to look, thanks to you, uh, we're going to hear from Coach Rodriguez 
in a little while. I'm sure that you and you uh, enjoy as you're as you're trying to prepare all your information. Although I don't feel as bad now that I know you and Matt have raced out to a local golf course. Um, you know, Bryce has the good sense to when you know he's on deadline or something, and Mosley's asking him for information. Just to ignore me. But you and Matt and Darby, y'all are young enough where you still are like, well, let's try to help. Let's try to help Mosley out a little bit. Now on this uh, social media, you got the, the, the Oklahoma State. I feel like they're I feel like they're padding the stats here a little bit. They had this thing measured out at four hundred forty-seven feet, hundred and eleven miles per hour off the bat, um, and uh, that that was a that was a poke. And they put the uh, no no pun intended actually, but they put a cowboy hat on this guy when he got back over the dugout. And uh, you and Matt were on the scene uh, along with other uh, our other media. Did, was that I'm trying to what I can't see in this photo is exactly where that ball ends up. Where where did that ball go? And and I I feel like you guys uh, I I was watching your Twitter. That was one of the longer. Uh, college baseball home runs you had ever witnessed walk me through that one and where did that where did it land out there at that new globe life uh, park so it was i mean the second it was contact you could hear the, our whole little section of media all you know gasp at once because it was there was no doubt that ball was gone <laughs> it hit the the second deck and like not even the bottom of the upper deck it was like middle of the deck it hit some chairs bounced again on that deck before coming down to the lower deck i mean he hit that thing, and it was, I mean, it was gone for good. It was, I, I think it was every bit as far as advertised on Twitter. I'm not sure they were padding the stats. If you, I mean, I and watching the broadcast view, too, it was, uh, I mean, he got all of that thing. And then you, you mentioned the cowboy hat. They handed him, I don't know if you saw, they handed the biggest guy in the entire ballpark this tiny little stick horse to ride on, too. It's their new <laughs> tradition. And they said after the game they bought that stick horse in Waco during their series over the weekend. So a little fitting that they pulled that out. But, I mean, just oh. seeing this large guy with his comically small stick horse, it's a great home run celebration, honestly. I'd like to know what what uh, local store. Now, Chris, this seems like something enterprising young reporter like you would have found out. Who sold the Oklahoma State team the stick horse in Waco? They, hey, but they text us by – Oh, yeah. What did they, they say? Were, they were a little back and forth on it, actually. One guy said it was a gas station. The other guy said, actually, it was at the Cracker Barrel. You know how Cracker Barrel have a front <laughs> shop section? So I, I'm going with the Cracker Barrel. That seems fitting. Yeah. You've seen me. Do you think I don't know what they sell at Cracker Barrel? Do I look like a guy <laughs> who hasn't taken a trip or two to Cracker Barrel? <laughs> now, you know, point. we're talking about the length of that home run. Who has had the longest drive so far in this round, or have you guys not actually started yet? No, we're we're just sitting here getting mentally prepared right now. But I can I can visualize that it's going to be me already. I can just feel it. So I'll uh, <laughs> maybe I should have brought a cowboy hat to put on after I stripe one. Oh man, that it has to be in the fairway though. You cannot count it if it's out in the uh, rough. Now you're the college athlete of the two of y'all, but lively tweets and talks more about golf. And so I, in my mind, I have him as the better golfer, you as the better athlete, and that's kind of how I would uh, handicap this thing. So I think you'll have good holes, although if I had to bet on this round, my money for the overall score would be on Lively. Do you need strokes from him or not? Do you play him straight up? You know, for, for about 
a year he was just, you know, we would play match play and he'd beat me on 16 out of 18. But of our last six rounds, I've won three of them. And so I'm, Ooh, I'm proud of that. They whoa. were tight. Yeah. So I, I, uh, I don't know how. I think he's had some off days. Maybe I got in his head a little bit because it was not coming <laughs> from my side. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Chris Williams joining us. KWTX, hard charging young reporter, Chapman University football alum. And uh, I let me ask you this: You've been out to that ballpark. You've watched Baylor a lot this year. Did this it, when when they start breaking this season down? Did, would you attribute the, what happened this season? more to the bullpen issues, the injuries, like what every team has a story for the season. And Baylor's not the only team that's had some injuries. Let's not act like they are. But what do you it, – it, it did seem like that bullpen stuff early, especially that TCU series, and then it was the next series, really put them in a bad spot early and put them behind the eight ball. What, as you're trying to break down and look back this, deconstruct this season, what do you think, how would you kind of rank the biggest issues that, that, that kind of under, you know, uh, was, was basically put the Bears in this situation? Well, I think, uh, I mean, the injuries, you're right, everyone gets injuries, but Baylor lost his starting pitcher, had to get Tommy John, and then Blake Helton, I didn't realize how good he was until he had his back injury, came back, and, and I mean, he was phenomenal in that game on the, what day is it today, whatever yesterday was, in that game against TCU. I mean, he, he was playing a great game, career high in strikeouts. So that makes you feel a little bit like, okay, they could have had better starting pitching without the injuries, but I do think it comes down to the bullpen. I, I mean, all year, no lead was safe for the Bears, and even when their bats were hot, they found a way sometimes to, give up some runs late and it just it just never seemed like they were comfortably in the lead it always felt like something was brewing well i you know in 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 rodriguez has had some all-american relievers i mean can you imagine going from two or three you know justin what was his name monta montagnor you know a few years ago and uh, i'm sure i'm saying that wrong and then they had to i mean they've kyle i mean some of those dudes were, they had like three in a row, like all-American type closers that they could bring in. And um, Montemayor, I think is how we used to say that. But they, they were great on the back end. And so when you get into a season where you just can't find anything, even the guy who ended up giving up the stuff ye- yesterday, Gollum or whatever, he was good in the seventh, wasn't he? I mean, like he came out, did a nice job, and then it kind of mm-hmm. got to him. It's just... I, I've watched Steve all year, and he had to. What he had to start doing, finally, is almost overmanaging, and, and and I don't want to call it overmanaging because it wasn't. He was just desperately trying not to leave anything to chance because he'd been bit so much. So anyway, I'm like you now. Lively, he's a Lively's always trying to fire coaches. The two of us, we're like, give him another chance, give him a shot. But uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, and by the way, Chris, is uh, you and Matt celebrate Baylor's um, NISC championship. They did have a softball championship. So not all the news is bad today. Yeah, I, uh, I hadn't heard of the tournament until uh, a couple of days before they got into it. But I, uh, I think that's great for Glenn Moore. And, and that softball team is so young that, any tournament experience, any wins they can get under their belt is just going to be great for the program. I mean, they 
the amount of freshmen and sophomores they field out there and Aliyah Binford had a career day in the circle today. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's not the biggest tournament, but I think that any wins you can get, any experience you can get for those people is definitely great for the program. All right, winner of today's match play event between Matt Lively and Chris Williams, two men that I used to confuse occasionally because they're <laughs> both young and have dark hair. Um, winner of this match gets to play Mosley, all right, for all the marbles. So we'll just uh, we'll leave it at that, all right? So keep – why don't what, you update me what, at the turn and let me know how the score is, and then we'll go from there. I will, but I need to know, do you play the, the old man golf, shorten and play, or do you let it rip a little bit when you're up on the tee box? I just need to mentally prepare for this. Well, there was a time when I, I used to kind of you know let it rip a little bit. It, it's, I'm, not, I'm still in my 40s, sir, so let's not get the old man I, going too hardcore. You an old man to play old man golf. It's, but it's, it, it's at this point, style. there there's a lot of irons off the tee, and let's just say the Tiger Stinger is in my bag. All right, I I, oh. I kind of like to hit the Stinger a little bit, keep it low, cheat the wind. But um, I I don't I do not love my chances, but I will I promise you uh, it will not be for lack of trying if I lose to either one of you. <laughs> All right, so keep me uh, keep me posted. Y'all have a great day, and appreciate you being on with us. Will do. Always a pleasure, Mosley. All right, there he goes. Chris Williams, one of our young and talented reporters. He's out there hanging with Matt Lively from Channel 6. I mean, you got uh, you got NBC versus CBS out there on the course today. Good to have uh, Chris on with us. Always fun. And uh, next, we're going to do some campus confidential. What does Aaron Sexton have in store for us? you find out next. Recently on Game Time from CBSSports.com, Jayhan Jayaraj. Fundamentally, the question is, what is tampering? I think that one of the biggest things we're seeing right now is players recruiting other players. You know, guys who maybe they play high school ball with or travel ball with or anything like that, even just know from the recruiting world. You know, we heard about that certainly plenty with the Caleb Williams case, right? I mean, we hear that right now with Jordan Addison, that Caleb Williams has reached out to him. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Are you tired of the same old boring pizza? Well, it's time to step it up and head on over to Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall off Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco. This pizza is a handcrafted cuisine from the Castillo family, serving the fine food since the 1930s. Order by the slice or a whole pie or try Castillo's spaghetti and meatballs. Top your meal off with Italian gelato with many flavors to choose from. Village Pizzeria and Gelato Bar in Union Hall, Waco. Stop by or check them out at villagepizzeria.com. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. 
Hey guys, this is Tori. And this is Brian at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Come see us for our very first Memorial Day charity event, serving up Moroso's world-famous pizza. Get your bike shined up at our bikini bike wash and grab a cold beverage served by our Harley Hooters girls. Come enjoy our local band, Phoenix Theory, around 1 p.m. And the Republic Gun Club will be here with us raffling off some really cool prizes with 100% of the proceeds going to our local vets here at VFW 121. So y'all come see us at Harley-Davidson of Waco. Where you'll never ride alone. Refinance your vehicle with Genco and skip payments for 90 days. Rates as low as 1.99% APR for 48 months. Online applications will get an additional 0.1% off their rate and have a chance to win a 0% auto loan. My credit score has improved a lot, so now I qualify for a better rate. Refinancing my car will lower my payments and save me money. Thank you, Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco! The Voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Helmet Aerospace in Waco has been employing people in the Waco area for nearly 50 years. Now is the time to join their team. With current openings in packaging, shipping, production, engineering, machining, quality, supply chain, and sales. Offering excellent starting pay, benefits from the day you start, and advanced opportunities. Apply now at howmet.com slash Waco Careers. Howmet Aerospace on Imperial Drive in Waco. Apply today. How would you like to be a vital part of the sports play-by-play production team at ESPN Central Texas? We are looking for part-time console operators during our exciting broadcasts of Baylor Athletics, Texas Rangers, sports talk shows, and many other local high school games. If you have radio or audio production experience, email us, info at mmbwaco.com. M&M Broadcasters is an equal opportunity employer. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Oklahoma State sends Baylor baseball home early from the Big 12 tournament. Bears go 0 2 in the Big 12 tournament. Rangers split their series with the Angels, winning last night 7 2. Rangers start a series with Oakland tonight. First pitch 8 40, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. In the NBA Eastern Conference Finals, Boston takes a 3 2 lead in the series with a 90 83 win over the Heat. Tonight in the Western Conference Finals, the Mavericks at Golden State. Tip is at 8 o'clock. The Warriors have a 3 1 lead in that series. Franklin beat Lorena yesterday in game one of the region finals 8 to nothing game 2 tonight from Baylor at 7 o'clock. Bosqueville beat Munster 11 to 1 in game 1 of their series. Game 2 tonight from Weatherford 7 o'clock first pitch and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential. Our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Good to be with you. We uh, continue. Got a lot of fun stuff planned for you, including some Mavericks talk coming up. Mavericks trying to see if they can kind of hang in there, make this thing 3-2. 
and then you come home. If you make it 3-2, then you got some excitement. And so, you know, it's a closeout game. They've been good in these. And so why not? They were down 3-2 and, uh, in, against Phoenix and came back and uh, won the series. So if they could get it to 3-2, then we would have some excitement. And, uh, Aaron, we did have a winner, didn't we, earlier on our, uh, on our Schmaltz's trivia question. I believe the question was how many teams had come back uh, to tie it at 3-3 once they were down 3-0. And it had happened three times. And we did have a winner. And, uh, Aaron, we can announce that winner's name Aaron later. Aaron Van Hall. Oh, ah. sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I, was, I didn't want to put you on the spot. Eric Van Hall. Okay, local lad. Eric Van Hall gets that one right. And I believe it was, no, I don't have it in front of me. It was uh, Jazz, Blazers. You remember the other one, Aaron? The Knicks. The Knicks all came back to make it 3-3. I remember Blazers because I think that was when Scottie Pippen was playing for them, and it might have been against the Dallas Mavericks that they came back from 3-0 and made it 3-3. So good job, Eric, on that. All right, Aaron, it is the time of the show where we talk some college athletics. What's on your mind today? We'll start off with the Junior College Softball World Series. MCC continues their quest for a national championship. They get an 11-3 run rule win over Paris earlier today. That advances them to the semifinals tomorrow versus Odessa. Don't have a time on that yet, but congratulations to MCC Softball making it to the Final Four of the College World Series. Wow. College World Series Final Four. I uh, I, I, I really, really um, like the uh, sound of that. And with MCC, the, uh, the High Lassies, the Highlanders, I mean, with both programs, <clears throat> I mean, it, it, that is just – it just does not happen very often. So could not be more excited for what's going on right across town. Aaron, you can almost go out there on that prairie, but right out behind our station, our station, and just kind of see MCC. Aaron, which way would you look? I guess you'd look a little to your right. Would that be your best way to look out and, and try to see the MCC campus? Walk out back and then look over to your right, do you think you could see some of the buildings from MCC if you looked hard enough? I don't think so. I think we're a little too far away. (laughs) (laughs) I think you – sir, just just go ahead and uh, imagine it. Uh, You can almost see it out there, but that's great. Um, we got Grand Junction, Colorado for the the, uh, men for baseball, and I believe I saw what Yuma, Arizona is where the uh, women are playing, so great job. MCC. Yeah, and uh, a quick shout-out to Athletic Director Sean Trocum, just doing an outstanding job. So much success throughout the programs. Uh, baseball and softball you just mentioned. Women's men's basketball coming off a conference championship, and women's basketball just hired Bill Brock. So they're uh, on their way to uh, some future success. I would bet money. MCC Athletics looking really, really good right now. I like that. Trocum. Shout out to Trocum. You can tell Aaron spent a little time at MCC because he just gets a little more excited when he's talking <laughs> about uh, a, 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 our local uh, community college. 
Speaking of softball, congratulations to Baylor softball. They are the NISC champions for 2022. They defeated UNLV 4 to nothing earlier today to win that championship and end their season on a high note. N-I, Eric, can we do a chant? N-I-S-C. I like it. I like it. If you're going to show up, you might as well win. And I have to admit, I did not know anything about this tournament. And when I heard they were going, I was kind of like, eh, I don't know why they're messing with that. But, hey, if you're going to go out there, win the dang thing. So uh, I like it. I like it. And as Chris Williams told us, Channel 10 Zone, that uh, young team, pretty youthful and to go out there and, and, and just blank people. Just left and right, they're just blanking people. Nobody's scoring on them. And I love the approach. And I love the dominance. So, I, you know, NISC, I was not a fan of this tournament, nor did I know what it was. Uh, now I do. And now from, from now on, Aaron, I will stop down at the end of each May to see what's going on in the NISC. All right? Do you believe that? Not for a second, no. <laughs> but I do like winning it. I liked it the Bears, so I'm going to bandwagon this thing and be very excited. And uh, we'll get some coaches and players on, and we'll just whoop it up. Absolutely. Uh, we told you yesterday about Matthew Meyer withdrawing from the NBA draft. Today he announced that his uh, list of possible schools to transfer to is down to four, North Carolina, Memphis, Illinois, and Texas Tech. I can probably tell with you that you're like me and root and rooting that he doesn't go to Texas Tech. Yeah, I I mean, for visibility reasons, Illinois doesn't do that much for me because they're always kind of overrated and Brad Strickland's a decent coach, but I, I don't love Big Ten basketball. UNC you know, that, that's a team that knocked the Bears out. There's some weirdness to that, but it would be kind of cool to see him with the Tar Heels. So I wouldn't – I would probably rank it UNC first. Who is that fourth team, Aaron? Tell me again. I know Tech. but Memphis, who is it? Penny Hardaway in Memphis. Yeah, I, I don't care much about that team. I would like UNC, then Illinois, then Memphis, and then I would go with Texas Tech. But I do not – I mean, I, I hate that he's even thinking about Texas Tech because he would help him. Mm-hmm. He would help him in a big way. And then that McCuller goes over to Kansas. And, again, that's just that's, – that's a real tough thing when you do – I mean, I, I'm all for freedom of movement and players getting to make a little money and all that stuff. I don't want you to be like, oh, Mosley's old man syndrome. I'm not doing <laughs> that. I just don't want – I don't love it when you go over to a conference rival. Now, would I understand – I understand why Meyer's transferring. It would hurt my heart if he went to Texas Tech because that is a Baylor rival. And, and I, I get it, though. Aaron, other than, you know, Fog Allen, Texas Tech has the best home court advantage in, in the Big 12. And I would honestly almost put them in the top five in the country right now. I mean, Tech is a tough, tough place to play. I think their fans are way into this thing. Now, it's mostly based on hatred of the University of Texas and its coach, but I do think it's kind of trickled down, and and people show up for all their games. So kudos to Texas Tech 
And again, we'll support Matt Meyer no matter what he decides. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. Hoping he doesn't go to uh, Texas Tech. Um, you know, I'm and I'm like you. I, I'm 100% pro player on these deals, and I think you should find whatever the best fit is for you. I just hope it's not an in-conference rival. You know, there's 300 and something division Division one basketball schools, so you just hope it's not a Big 12 and school like it was with the uh, Kevin McCullough situation with him transferring from Tech to Kansas. Some uh, Baylor football news as uh, they announce some start times for the upcoming year and some game days for the upcoming year. Uh, Their season opener against Albany on September 3rd will be a 6 p.m. kickoff on ESPN+. Plus. The next week against BYU in Provo will be on ESPN. That's a 9-15 kickoff. That will be the late (laughs) national game for Baylor and BYU September 10th. Basically, get to learn how the Pac-12 lives. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I love this Big Twelve after dark. Yeah, though you're right. I mean that that will basically be taking the place of what would usually be a uh, Pac-12 game when they play BYU September 10th, September 17th. Texas State uh, will be an 11 a.m. kickoff. Also, uh, a national game on Fox Sports One, and then. Uh, my my I, question is why I was you know I was a little surprised that that was a Fox Sports one game but it's you know good for Baylor football that it is. Uh, what does that even so there'll be like a big noon game that day, but there'll also be the Bears Fox, on right. FS one. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to get this straight in my head. And then okay. the uh, the final game announced they didn't announce a oh I'm sorry October 13th West Virginia is a 6 p.m. kickoff, and that's also on FS1. And then Friday, November 25th, the season finale versus Texas in Austin. That's Black Friday. The game time hasn't been announced, but it will either be on ESPN or ABC. And uh, I would guess probably the either, well, either the 11 a.m. or the uh, 2.30 national game kickoff for that game between Baylor and Texas which could be the last Baylor-Texas football game for quite a while. Wow. Boy, I, well, the finality when you say it like that <laughs> yeah. is tough for me to swallow. Yeah. But, um, yeah, well, let's see. Baylor in Texas on November 25th. Horns will be trying to, to get bowl eligible that day. <laughs> Okay. Okay. All right. Our Horns fans. I'm sorry. Bring them back. Come on, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I like you guys. I really do. Love our Aggies. Love our Red Raiders, Sooners. But uh, no comment. Yeah. But uh, we. Well, I do. I I love our listeners though. That are from those schools. Okay. So we might not always love the school, but we do love the listeners that went to those schools, and we appreciate you. And we are. We are so aggied up in Central Texas. I would say if I had to rank the number of alums in our Fairburg, which is I'm I'm counting Belton and Temple, Bell County, and all the different counties, even down into Brazoria or uh, is it Brazos County or Brazoria? Anyway, um, I'm counting all of those. I would say Aggies one, Horns two, Bears three. And then I don't know, probably Red Raiders four. Um, 
That's an interesting question. Do you think, Aaron, there are more Red Raider graduates just because there's so many more of them or Baylor graduates in in uh, McLe- McLennan County? If we had to I would say if Baylor. you had to guess. Okay. I would say Baylor. All right. Interesting. Um, that is Campus Confidential for May 25th, which I believe is a Thursday. Uh, next, we'll talk some Mavericks. Mavericks uh, could be the final night of the Mavs season. We'll talk with the man who does those radio broadcasts for the Mavericks, Mike Peasley. He's next. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Mike Terry Auto Group is proud to serve Central Texas with the best deals on new and used cars, auto service, and community involvement. With over seven brands of vehicles, you're sure to find your new ride from Mike Terry Auto Group. Check out their Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram dealership in Hillsboro and the Chevy Buick GMC dealership in Mahia. At any Mike Terry dealership, they will pay over the price of Kelly Blue Book for your trade-in and accept all creditors. Check out their website at mterryautogroup.com to see the value of your trade-in and browse their inventory. Head over to Mike Terry Auto Dealership today and find someone you can trust. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. This is ESPN Central Texas. Coaches Smoke at 3.30. Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 3.30 Austin Avenue. Avenue in downtown Waco. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring 
is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, thank you, Central National Bank, for what you do. Incredible presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show, Mike Peasley. He's ramped up, he's ready. It has to happen one of these days, a team to come back from a 3-0 deficit. And, Mike, I was there the other night, and I was in attendance. And I uh, I got to say, I thought about selling my tickets. I kind of thought, eh, I mean, 3-0, it just it does not hold the same feeling that it did, you know, at the start of the series. And yet, that that to me is one of those character tests. How does the home team play in a situation like that, and I think you could tell right away, you know, were they going to be interested? What was your what was your biggest takeaway, Mike, from uh, from the Mavs being able to to pull that one off, and and obviously having a a really big lead at the end of three quarters? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I didn't anticipate the Mavericks would be ahead by twenty nine points after three quarters, but I had a pretty good feeling that they would win Game Four because this is. You know, look, this is a professional team. And, you know, they went out there and they just played loose. You know, they knocked down seven early three-pointers there in the first quarter. kind of got them going a little bit. And Golden State, you know, were they at their top game? No, they weren't. You know, just kind of, you know, human nature kind of creeps in if you're Golden State. It's like, well, we're up three games to none. Uh, If we win this game, great. If not, eh, we're going to go back home. We'll probably wrap it up uh, in game five. So I thought game four kind of went according to script. Had you ever done rain delay theater um, in a in a basketball game? <laughs> yes, yes, uh, we did it uh, just a couple of months ago. I think uh, the Minnesota game uh, in March when there was when there was a leak. That was crazy. And, 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 and as I, I tweeted out, the, you know, the only way to stop Golden State in the third quarter surge appears to be Mother Nature. She's the only one who can stop the Warriors in the third. <laughs> One of my buddies who works for the Mavericks was going around. He had made the mistake of wearing his badge. And so he was in charge uh, of relocating people from their seats. So they would see his badge and they would holler at him, hey, we're getting rained on over here. <laughs> and he had to go find other seats for them. And then you saw the uh, 
the TV footage of people up on the roof trying oh, yeah. to fix. I mean, it's you couldn't, uh, couldn't pay me enough to do that. You could not pay me enough to do what they did with those harnesses and everything. I mean, you've got to be kidding me. At the top of the arena, trying to get those things uh, shored up. Talking to Mike Peasley, does such a great job on the radio as for many years, pre and post game. Also, boy, keeps his eye on the Rangers. Uh, but right now, we're focused on these Mavs. Now, how do you kind of – we try to sometimes get a sense for these things. Okay, what's this going to look like? What's the, what's the level? And, and you do kind of get a read, especially in these playoffs. Isn't it interesting, Peasley, that, I mean, like, it, 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 usually we go, oh, basketball's a game of runs. Basketball's a game of runs. These playoffs – have just been a ton of uh, blowouts here recently. I was looking at some of the numbers. It's it's uh, it's kind of amazing. What do you think? What do you think's leading to this? Is it just teams seem to be effectively getting those leads and then stepping on the other team's throats? What are what are what do you think is sort of the underlying reason we're seeing so many blowouts? Because we've had postseasons before where we have just tons of great games. Yeah, 14 of the last 19 playoff games that have been played have been decided by 10 points or more. So to get a close game, and I think the Mavericks had one in there, was like a nine-point game. So mm-hmm. um, I think the th- I think the three-point shot uh, has a lot to do with that. You know, what we've seen with the Mavericks, when the three-point shot goes in, they're probably going to win. When the three-point shot does not go in, they're probably going to lose. You know, that was no more evident than in game two. Uh, in San Francisco and the Mavericks had a, you know, knock down 15 threes in the first half and had the 19 point lead. And then they couldn't knock down anything in the second half and eventually lost that game. So I think the three point shot has a lot to do with that uh, in terms of, you know, the, the heat Celtics series right now, uh, Miami is so banged up. And I think that has played a part uh, in, in the heat struggle here, the last couple of games. And I also think it's just, it's just one of those things. I think just think it, it, it's kind of an anomaly this year where we have had so many blowouts and you, you're just, you're just craving uh, uh, a game that's, uh, you know, within five points with five minutes to go. We just haven't had those, but again, I think it's just a combination of things, the three point shot uh, injuries and, you know, just one of those years. You know, I, I, I think a team will eventually come back from three Oh it's just to me to do it against a team like Golden State that that's mm-hmm. loaded. There are better teams to do it against, and and uh, this is not a great team for doing that against. But again, I think this is a great moment for Luca. That you talk about the professionalism. Uh, I I think it's a I think it's a great uh, opportunity. And I mean, I, I think we saw was it against Golden State the Nuggets kind of push them in a similar situation, down 3-1 on the yep. road. Um, yep. And so I, I I think there is a blueprint out there. Do I think the Mavericks are going to do it? No. But uh, Peasley, I mean, if, this, if they could somehow pull this thing off, then you're coming home with a 3-2 deficit. Isn't it funny how everything would change? Everything about how we are looking at the series, how we talk about the series, right now it still feels like just kind of a – a, a fun thing to think about, but a, a win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Matt, if, if I'm sorry to interrupt, uh, it, but no. if the Mavericks are somehow uh, able to go into the chase center, beat the Warriors on their home court where they've gone eight and zero so far here in the postseason, you know, maybe you just get a little shadow of doubt uh, there for golden state. Obviously you would still have to win two more games. You're only halfway home uh, to your goal, but certainly 
you know, some questions would start to be raised. If the Mavericks come out and, you know, they play like they did in the first three quarters uh, in game four, you know, the role players are knocking down shots, you know, then it's just like, okay, now the series moves back to Dallas and we'll see what happens. Of course, you know, we saw this in the first round series, Matt, uh, in the Eastern Conference between Philadelphia and Toronto. Remember, Philadelphia uh, was up three games to none. The Raptors protected the uh, home court in game four. Then they won in Philadelphia in game five, went back to Toronto. And then the 76ers just steamrolled them in game six. It is hard to do. It is hard to win four consecutive games, let alone four consecutive elimination games. But the Mavericks have taken the right approach. They're like, we're not trying to win four straight games. We're just trying to win mm-hmm. one basketball game. You know, that's, they're just going to go out there. They're going to play free and loose like they did. And, you know, if the shots are going down, they've got themselves a chance to, you know, try to send this back to Dallas for game six on Saturday. Explain to me why Dwight Powell, over his career for the Mavs, has been such a – he's been an effective player. I know some fans and, and maybe even some of us in the media uh, sometimes get frustrated with him. But for a long time, he's been a very effective player and at times extremely efficient as far as his, his shooting, his, even some of his scoring help. Why is a guy like that? how can he just be this ineffective in the postseason are these bad matchups is this are we seeing a guy who's maybe just he he, you know he doesn't get a lot of play in time so it's hard to kind of get going I was just wondering about that um just thinking about how effective and maybe the simple answer is he's a good regular season player who for whatever reason in the postseason can't help you that much i'm just i'm just sort of curious why it is that he's you know so sort of like not even it's like they don't even they just get him in there and then get him out of the game i mean we know what dwight powell is i mean he's a screen and roll and if you're going to get any kind of offense from him it's going to come on you know the luca lob to him and i think you can Mm -hmm. count on the number on one hand of how many times we've seen that here uh, in the postseason probably less than five, you know, teams have scouted that. They, they are well aware of what's going to happen when Powell sets that screen. you got all the advanced scouts and everything, and, you know, they have taken that away from him. And, then, you know, that's the kind of offense that you're going to get. The only other kind of offense you'll get, you know, if he, if he gets himself an offensive rebound and a putback. But, you know, people love to bag on Dwight Powell, and, you know, he hasn't been great, in the, especially here in these last two rounds. But this is a guy that – You know, he's coming off an Achilles injury, and tonight the Mavericks are going to play their 100th basketball game, counting the regular season. This will be their eighth playoff game, along with 82 regular season games. He's played in all 100 of them. You know, and say what you want about Dwight Powell, but in this day and age, to play in all 100 games, that deserves a little bit of applause, I think. You know, is, is he the most spectacular basketball player out there? No. You know, does he play, you know, the, the, the quick, you know, six to ten minutes and then, then he's done for the rest of the night? Yes. But to play in 100 games, all 100 games, that's something I think he can take a lot of pride in. You Would you like uh, it, it, Mike Peasley join us, Matt Mosley, show ESPN Central Texas, does the pre and post game, halftime, all of it for the Mavs. If um, – in 97-1, I should say, the Eagle. By the way, are you a classic rock guy? Uh, 97-1 yes. for many, many years yeah. known as classic rock. Is that your genre, or are you kind of a diverse guy? Do you like all sorts of music? I like all sorts of music. You know, we can go from jazz, we can go to classical, you know, uh, top 40, 
uh, 80s. But, yeah, I enjoy I enjoy classic rock from the 70s. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. About, and I made that up about classical. I'm not really a classical music guy. I'm not, I'm not that far advanced in my musical days. I just made that up. I didn't. I don't want to steer your listeners, you know, too far yeah. away from the truth. No, I appreciate. We appreciate your honesty. One hundred one point one. If you need to hear some classical, it'll kind of calm your brain down before games. Now, if uh, if Golden State uh, is able to advance, you've been watching this Heat Celtic mm-hmm. series. Are you? Uh, and watching the Celtics just pull away in that game last night, and, and obviously they seem to have found something. Uh, if if you were uh, going to predict, if and let's just say it ends up being that, sure. would you would you think that uh, would you lean toward Golden State, or do, are there some things that you see from Boston, especially because we don't know if Smart is totally he's not going to be totally healthy. But even when he's just out there, he helps them so much, his leadership and everything he brings. Who would you take in that series? Uh, I would take Golden State uh, because they do something offensively that, you know, really no other team does. And Boston has been so good defensively. They're probably the best defensive team uh, in the NBA. But just what the Warriors do, it it just challenges you with all of their moving and spacing and cutting and you know just the championship pedigree that they have and look I love this Celtics team and you know Jason Tatum terrific Uh, I love Jalen Brown's game and you know Robert Williams in the middle the defense that he provides as well Uh, Marcus Smart the energy I think it would be a great series but I just don't think that Boston team is ready yet to win an NBA championship I think eventually they will with Jason Tatum uh, but I don't think their time is quite yet uh, because I would just give that edge to to Golden State with the championship pedigree they have. And if Andrew Wiggins continues to play offensively like he has here in this Maverick series to go along with Clay and, 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 and Steph and, you know, as they get Jordan Poole going off the bench as well, I think they just have a little few too many more weapons uh, than what Boston does to, to, to win that series. You know what pick Jordan Poole was in the NBA draft? Oh, was he a second round pick? No, twenty number twenty eight pick okay. in the first I know, round. I knew, I knew it was either late first or early second. Just but, remarkable. You know, he's, he's, really, he's really been a no show here these last two games. You know, he has not played well at all, and the Mavericks love when he's on the floor because if you've noticed, Matt, and I know you have, boy, they are attacking him on that defensive end. So if Jordan Poole is not scoring, and he hasn't done it here in the last couple of games. Uh, he's kind of a liability right now for the Warriors when he's on the floor. Yeah, that's an interesting point. One of those games he did late hit, you know, hit a a, a big three yeah. or something, yeah. and I think that gave him maybe ten points or something like that. But I I'm just thinking back to what he's done in the postseason, and this guy in about a year's time has gone from a non-factor, you know, basically barely can get on the floor to a guy that was in the postseason scoring about twenty a game. And it just, it's just kind of wild that you can add, you can add that as a complimentary player to the well, I guess we would call still the big three, but uh, mm-hmm. it's remarkable. And then Kaminga gets involved. I mean, the other night I'm watching him and I'm like, dang it! I'd kind of you know he, he was he did some things during the regular season, and then because Otto Porter was out the other night, there's Kaminga showing up and he was extremely active. But uh, anyway, Mike, uh, hopefully we don't have any just too much weirdness. Uh, going to this game, we had an usher the other night, or excuse me, a beer salesman, uh, accidentally trip 
Steph. We had a leak. We had a lot. We had a, we've had a lot of interesting things going on in this the series. Only, the only thing we haven't had is a close game. Maybe tonight's the night. You know, maybe tonight. Can we get a one possession game with two minutes to go, please? I mean, I've, I've got the post game show ready to go when there's usually about six minutes left in the fourth quarter. It's like, oh, I'm done. I'm ready. Can we yeah. Well, tonight? can we get a close one? You know I'm a night owl, so if you ever need me, any of my, uh, you know, if you need me on that post game, just holler at me. You've got my number. Mike's always fun to get to visit with you. We will uh, let's let's see if the Mavs can can force a game six. Always great talking basketball with you, Matt. Thanks for having me on. You bet. There he goes, Mike Peasley, my longtime colleague from 103.3 FM ESPN. Now a religious station. Now they're saving souls instead of talking sports. These things happen. All right, uh, what are we going to do next, Aaron? Oh, I know. Um, Let's go check in with Barfield. I'm kind of yesterday hanging around with Ward uh, and Ward's German Shepherd. I love that dog. That is the greatest dog I have seen in a long time. In fact, it's made me interested in getting a bigger dog. My little yippie uh dachshund i love but the bigger dog i I've, i'm kind of interested in again all right uh we're gonna talk to tom barfield and get you ready for some local softball we'll do it next this is the baylor sports beat a daily look inside baylor athletics now here's the voice of the bears john morris everybody it's time to check of baylor athletics on the thursday afternoon baylor sports beat coming up baylor baseball bows out of the big 12 tournament in arlington we'll give you details but baylor softball wins the nisc in fort collins colorado details straight ahead on today's baylor sports beat Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. After my first car accident, I feared the biggest damage would be to my wallet. I expected a mountain of bills and a long, drawn-out process. But my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent was there when I needed her and helped me get back on my feet and in my car in no time. Instead of a hassle, I got reassurance and a quick recovery. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfvinsurance.com to find an agent who's there when you need them most. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Now, doing his part in preparing champions for life, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. You know by now you heard the game broadcast this morning here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor baseball has bowed out of the Phillips 66 Big 12 baseball tournament with an 11-1 run rule loss at the hands of the Oklahoma State Cowboys. With the loss, the season comes to an end for Coach Rod and the Bears. They finish at 26-28 and 28 on the season. Meanwhile, Baylor softball wrapping up play in the National Invitational Softball Championships in Fort Collins, Colorado. Baylor matched against UNLV in the championship game earlier today. And the Bears, behind the pitching of Aaliyah Benford, get the victory over UNLV 4-0 the final Baylor wins the National Invitational Softball Championship. Here's softball head coach Glenn Moore. 
Yeah, it's been a you know a long week, but a, a fun week. The girls have played with a lot of enthusiasm and um, just uh, had a lot of fun playing with each other and, and pulling for each other and uh, playing for the person next to them and just really representing Baylor in a big way. So, so happy to, to watch them do that. Probably playing more relaxed and comfortable than I've seen them play all year. So they've been fun to coach and uh, we've hit a lot of home runs out here and, and hit, got a lot of hits and scored a lot of runs. So that's always fun. Has it been the experience, uh, you know, with a young team that you hoped it would be, you know, is, is, has it been worth the trip so far? Absolutely. Everything we wanted to accomplish to this point has been accomplished. We just want to win it all, John. But, you know, we wanted extra playing days. We're starting, as I've said many times, at a junior college uh, age team with mostly sophomores and freshmen. And um, I think seven fresh, seven sophomores, two freshmen started today and uh you know the, the future of this team is bright uh so yeah we've been able to get about 11 extra practices in some hard practices and and we've gotten better and we've learned how to win some win games that we were losing earlier in the season glenn moore and baylor softball the champions of the nisc the nit for collegiate softball as baylor wraps up their season with a victory and that's today's baylor sports beat more tomorrow I'm John Morris. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Haley Fitzpatrick. Tonight will be quiet with temperatures cooling to 60 degrees under mostly clear skies. High pressure takes over for your Memorial Day weekend, bringing returning sunshine through next week. We'll top out at 93 degrees tomorrow, 94 on Saturday, and becoming a bit breezier on Sunday with a high of 95. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at BaylorLine.com KRZI. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Driving across Texas? <laughs> Get comfortable. There's nearly 300,000 square miles to explore. In a state this big, you need auto coverage from someone who knows it all. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, for coverage that's right for how and where you drive in every moment of every mile. Call us, because moments worth covering are never accidents. Call Bubba Galvan, 855-7387, to see if you qualify to save up to 40% on your auto insurance. 855-7387.
discounts may vary by situation. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Republic Gun Club invites you to Harley-Davidson of Waco for the Memorial Day Benefit Saturday, May 28th, beginning at 11 a.m. Enter the raffle to win a Black Rain AR-15, Big Iron LTC class gift cards, and dealership gift cards. Cutoff is 3.30 and the drawing at 4 p.m. and you must be present to win. Proceeds benefit Local Legion 121. Great food, live music, and the Republic Gun Club raffle at the Memorial Day Benefit event at Harley-Davidson of Waco, Saturday, May 28th at 11 a.m. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weich with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Oklahoma State sends Baylor baseball home early from the Big 12 tournament. Bears go 0-2 in the Big 12 tournament. Rangers split their series with the Angels winning last night 7-2. Rangers start a series with Oakland tonight. First pitch 840 and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. In the NBA Eastern Conference Finals, Boston takes a 3-2 lead in the series with a 90-83 win over the Heat. Tonight in the Western Conference Finals, the Mavericks at Golden State. Tip is at 8 o'clock. The Warriors have a 3-1 lead in that series. Franklin beat Lorena yesterday in game one of the Region finals eight to nothing. Game two tonight from Baylor at seven o'clock. Bosqueville beat Munster eleven to one in game one of their series. Game two tonight from Weatherford seven o'clock first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every twenty minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Aaron Sexton alongside, as always. It is uh, uh, Thursday and beautiful day across Texas. And our own Tom Barfield from our our game time uh, show, 7 to 9 every morning, uh, Tom has made his way to Weatherford, Texas for softball. We'll call that game this evening, Bosqueville and Munster getting it on. And uh, I, I I tell you, there's something about, I've always been enamored with Munster. There's just something I love saying it. And there it is in Cook County, uh, Munster, Texas. I, of course, think of Munster cheese. What do we, um, what do, Tom, what do we think? Do the, do the folks from Munster, do we think they travel? Will they have, will they have good representation there at the ballpark this evening? Uh, they certainly did last night. Uh, the uh, baseball team from Munster uh, has uh, always been a quality club, and yeah, they had a big uh, they had a big crowd last night. As did Bosqueville. This place was rocking last night. There were a lot of dignitaries here as well. So uh, I don't know if they'll be here tonight, but there certainly were uh, was uh, a fair share of dignitaries here last night. Ooh, I like that. The dignitaries. Yeah, uh, they were. The di- Really? Oh, I, I bet I know who you're talking about. Maybe people attached to the University of Texas, and that uh, there's just a lot of people were here. A lot of dignitaries <laughs> were here last night. Well, it's uh, it's been fun to monitor all this. The ESPN Central Texas has been in position 
uh, to call a lot of these games. And, boy, you should have seen Ward yesterday. He was already getting excited about a Crawford call that he's he has coming up. Now, tell me about uh, uh, Bosqueville. Like, I mean, this thing, we've just gotten kind of spoiled. In Central Texas, it's kind of like, oh, they're going to state. This team's going to state. Lorena's, you know, obviously got a great program and everything. How long has how long has Bosqueville been doing this? I mean, is this is this pro, is this go way back? Because you've got good historical knowledge of these different programs. How long has how long have they been going deep like this in the uh, in the postseason? You know, Matt, I, I can't take you back to a specific year, but I will tell you this: this program has been, uh, and not just baseball, but all their sports. They've been, uh, they've been, they've been very competitive in, in winning games in, in all their sports. And you know, this morning we had Lee Wigginton, the new Allen Eagles head football coach, on the program. He's a former Bosqueville head football coach. Uh, and also a former Mahaya Black Cat head football coach. So we had him on the program this morning. But, uh, look, this is this is a baseball program that's rich in tradition. And, look, five miles down the road or whatever it is, China Spring is in a great position to make, you know, they're making a deep run. Uh, and, and this Bulldog team's making a deep run. The Valley Mills Eagles uh, are making a deep run. And, in fact, next week, uh, if Bosqueville is fortunate enough to get past Munster and Valley Mills is fortunate enough to win, those two teams from the same district would circle around and play for a regional championship and a right to go to Round Rock and the state title. Uh, on our softball side, wow. we got Lorena. Uh, Lorena had had a rough night last night, but look, they may bounce back tonight and certainly hope they do. Crawford softball team is playing well. We've got quality programs, baseball, softball, throughout Central Texas. And, and you know, do we want to claim Franklin? I don't no, I mean they're 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 on the, yeah. they're on the fringe of Central Why Texas. Not? So if not, you know, if not the Braz, if not Central Texas, certainly Braz, the, the Brazos Valley. But yeah, we've got we've always had quality high school baseball and softball teams. Yeah, from Bosqueville to Allen, isn't that that's quite a story? And I think uh, yeah. some of these coaches that come up at smaller high schools, they have tremendous success. They move up and. Uh, I just I got a kick out of it from Midlothian Heritage. I mean, I used to play against Midlothian High School, and and I I just now think of Allen as really probably one of the biggest high school jobs in the country. And uh, and I, I just think I think the coaching community that's kind of a neat deal. I'm glad y'all had him on, and I'm sure you got to know him when he was in uh, Central Texas. Mm-hmm. That I I got to say I've heard rumors. I don't think Chad Morris, people like, you know, saying Chad Morris wants to get back into college. I don't think he was prepared for what the Allen coaching job has become. And I don't know if you can be totally prepared for it until you're in it. Because we're talking about, like, 88 seniors on the team. And, oh, by the way, you got underclassmen to play, too. You're, some of your better players may be uh, juniors and maybe even a, few, a couple of sophomores along the way. Tom, that is, it's a coveted job. It's also a tough job because if you don't go to state or if you don't go deep every single year, you know, all hell will break loose. I, I, uh, I hope you prepared uh, our, our uh, Coach Wigginton because this is, uh, that, that is a tough, tough job. But, uh, again, also a very coveted job. There's a reason they pay you a lot of money to be the head coach at Allen. 
And, you know, and I'll tell you this, and I totally agree with everything you said, but I will also tell you this. I think Lee Wigington is the absolute perfect guy for that. Uh, I, I know that in the, the respect that he garners across the state within the industry, look, he's the, the Texas High School Coaches Association president uh, for Pete's sake. Everybody uh, has that respect for Lee Wigington. And, and I promise you the, the people of Allen will fall in love with Coach Wigington, and he will do a terrific job there. And, and, and you're right. You have to. I mean, that's the expectation. The ex- good is not is not good enough. You got to be really good, and 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 he will be, and and he will do it the right way. I I, I think they picked the right guy uh, for that job, and that's why I don't think it took very long to find Coach Wigginton and and get that done. You know, it's one of the reasons I had Coach Westerberg on yesterday because he has such an intimate knowledge of that Allen job. And I knew he would be uh, – it was funny. I think at some point he's kind of – I could tell he was like, okay, I've talked enough about Allen. You know, we needed to get into some some good Salado talk. So what's the uh, – give me – set the scene for me there in Weatherford. What's the ballpark look like? Where's your perch? Are you – I mean, you're a man that uh, likes to be behind the plate because you uh, have done some umpiring in your time. You've also called a lot of college and high school games over the years. Where do they where do they have you? Do they have a nice little uh, covered area right up behind home plate? What's it look like there? We're actually out front of the press box, uh, and we got a little table set up right out here. And I don't mind. Right. That we're outside. We're all we're right. behind home plate. This is a field turf surface all the way around. It is a beautiful ballpark, and a great place to host high school playoff games. Again, the you know it's. Uh, it's a field turf surface, but uh, it, it looks like a, a traditional uh, baseball field in that the, the where you would normally see grass, it's, it's green field turf, and where you would normally see dirt, it's a brown field turf, including the mound, I might add. So it plays really, really well. It plays fair. Uh, it's, you know, if you're a pool hitter, you got a chance to, to get it out of here. The wind will blow out to left in most cases, not, not last night nor tonight, but with that said, uh, it's still 310 down the lines and 365 to the alleys and 378 to center field. So uh, it'll it'll play fair for both clubs. And, you know, this was a one nothing ball game last night into the uh, end of the fifth inning in favor of Munster. And that's when Bosqueville went to work, picking up six runs in the uh, in the fifth and in uh, five runs in the sixth to, to win it 11-1 in a run rule, but it was anything yeah. but uh, for five innings. Have you ever been to Munster, Tom? you spent any time there? Uh, you know, I think I was in downtown Munster once, but uh, <laughs> I, but I was mistaken. I wasn't. No. <laughs> I think they have a golf course called Turtle Hill. If anybody's listening and knows anything about Munster, let me know if I'm right or not. I've not looked this up, but I feel like at some point I knew of a golf course in Munster, Texas. Uh, talking to Tom Barfield, he's doing the game tonight, Munster in Bosqueville. Let's go, Bosqueville. Let's get this thing done. Now, you said 11-1 score. You know what that reminded me of? Sadly, What's the that? Bears today. Uh Oklahoma State run rules the uh, the Baylor Bears, and uh, there were questions asked today about uh, Steve Rodriguez and the Baylor Bears in the direction of this uh, of this program. Now, Tom, as a longtime uh, uh, voice of Baylor baseball, you had a good run there. Steve Smith, they had a good long run, did some good things. I, I, what, how does this work? 
I mean, I kind of remember it during the end of Steve Smith's time a little bit. Do you think there'll be kind of an evaluation period? There'll be some thought. I, I would say when it comes to college athletics these days, they do not wait long. Uh, there are usually you got to be pretty decisive. And the other thought is, of course, there'll be people if you do make a move, there'll be people in this NCAA tournament you might want to go higher. And so it's a tricky, tricky thing. That said, you don't want to have somebody twisting out in the wind for longer than necessary. Walk me through this. Uh, if, if, if there was a, how, how quickly do you think a decision is made here? First of all, I, look, we, we all know Mac Rhodes, and, and Mac has probably been thinking about all of his programs. And to answer your first question about evaluation, absolutely there's an evaluation of, of, the, of the program. Honestly, I, I think, and, and I'm not just, just saying this just to, to deflect the question, but I think I truly believe Mac Rhodes evaluates top to bottom uh, A to Z every program, whether they had a tremendous year or whether they had a year in which they struggled. But to answer your question, yeah, I think he's going to evaluate where the baseball program is. Does he feel like the program, even though they they had a 500-type season, uh, just 7-17 and in Big 12 play, he's he's got to decide, you know, is this program moving in the right direction? And uh, are, are the guy, uh, is Steve Rodriguez and his staff, are they the ones to take him to where they want to go? And that's the first question that Mac Rhodes has to answer, and he probably already has. Uh, and so I think if, if, if something were to happen, I think it would happen rather quickly. Okay. Well, we may know something within 24 hours. I mean, who knows? Um, and you're right. You don't want to leave somebody – uh, one way or the other, <clears throat> they'll either move forward or, or they won't. Now, they've had some issues this year uh, with some injuries. And, and, of course, they had the COVID year the year before. So this has been – this was tough on Steve in the sense that he had some great relievers. And, and I know uh, you were following the program even after you weren't calling the games, but that Justin Montemayor, I mean, he was great. Uh, then Kyle comes along. I think I'm thinking about Gibson. I mean, they had about three big-time closers in a row. But you sort of start to take that for granted, don't you, Tom, in, in, in the sense that this year they just couldn't get anybody to shut that thing down. And I'm sure you were calling Baylor games back in the day where they maybe had some bullpens like that where Steve Smith was having to really scramble to try to identify it. This was one of those years – they just couldn't. They couldn't stop the leak. Uh, and and again, even in that game the other night against TCU, it reared its ugly head again. Yeah, it, it, one thing you got to remember, and and I've said this on on game time several times, the the recruiting for your spring sports, those sports that do not give one hundred percent. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Scholarships, well, not those that it, when yeah. it's a partial scholarship situation, boy, it can become apples and oranges, even within your own league, because the of the cost to to the family for the remainder 
of that tuition process. So you, you not only got to identify kids that can play at a high level, that are of high character, but you also got to identify families that can, can afford to go to this particular university. You, we all know that a private school is going to be more expensive than, than a public school. Uh, so it is a tricky situation. Now, can it be done? Sure it can. Is it being done all the time? Absolutely. So you just got to find how to do that. Uh, and, yeah, so you, you've got to identify the right players and see, and see where it takes you, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Well, it'll be interesting. You know, sometimes it worked out for both programs, like with TCU and their longtime coach going to A&M. They've had a tremendous year. And then TCU wins the conference. And uh, uh, Coach Sarlos has, uh, was, was named the Big 12 Coach of the Year. So, like, in that instance, it seemed to work out for both schools. I, I'm hoping Steve gets another shot here. Uh, another year, but uh, these these things are tough. And as you know, uh, you mentioned uh, Mac Rhodes and looking at all the programs. One of the issues is when you become great at some things, and I'm talking about football all of a sudden, and and then I'm talking about basketball, men's and women's basketball. When at these high high visibility type programs, if you get on a run, then it, you know it 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 cast a you know, then when you don't, when you have a sport, and I think baseball, and I'm glad it's finally happening, baseball is becoming a sport that is, uh, we had the University of Texas AD on with us the other day, Tom, and he was saying, hey, we look at this as a revenue sport. You know that YouTube, UT program. So uh, I, I think people are starting to look, finally, at baseball a little differently than they've looked in the past. Uh, Aaron tells me, I have to go now, Tom. I could do this for a while. Uh, I need you to be able to focus on the game now, getting ready for that first pitch. Uh, 6.45 this evening, we'll get going there from Weatherford, Texas, that field turf. You got some good true hops on that, although that thing will scoot on you every once in a while. Tom, I appreciate you doing this, and uh, have a great call uh, this evening. I appreciate it, Matt. And again, we'll uh, we'll be back with you at six forty-five tonight. There he Matt, goes. You, know what, Matt? you ought to you yeah. ought to come over, Matt. You ought to come over and just hang out with us. What time is it? I got to look and see if I can make it out there <laughs> in time. I may give it a look. Is if Lark's there, I'll come. I don't know if you. No, but Lark's, Lark is on his Lark's on his way to to Grand Junction, Colorado. <laughs> you you noticed I tried to make a little run out that direction. Yeah, I did. I, I wanted did to I wanted to room with Lark, but uh, anyway, he's going to have a fun time out there. Y'all have a uh, have a gr- have a great call, Tom. I appreciate oh, boy, it. Well, that's that's a bad vision. All right, y'all have a y'all have a good evening. All right, there he goes, Tom Barfield, program director here at ESPN Central Texas and host of uh, Game Time, seven to nine a.m. Uh, every morning, of course, Ward White's uh, involved in that heavily, uh, and uh, we will uh, we'll uh, do the dismount. Say good night to you next. ESPN. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. 
home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. The Real Texas Gun Show returns Saturday, June 4th and June 5th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a place where small mom-and-pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at our shows. They have plenty of guns of all types and ammo to go with it. The variety at the shows is extensive, and oftentimes, if they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show is so much more than just guns. You'll also find hunting gear, fishing gear, camping supplies, collectibles, and much, much more. So come on down to the Real Texas Gun Show. June 4th, 9 to 5, and June 5th, 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. It's time now for The Naked Truck, the ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you? Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Ear Drive in Waco. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. 
Oklahoma State sends Baylor baseball home early from the Big 12 tournament. Bears go 0-2 in the Big 12 tournament. Rangers split their series with the Angels, winning last night 7-2. Rangers start a series with Oakland tonight. First pitch 840, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. In the NBA Eastern Conference Finals, Boston takes a 3-2 lead in the series with a 90-83 win over the Heat. Tonight in the Western Conference Finals, the Mavericks at Golden State. Tip is at 8 o'clock. The Warriors have a 3-1 lead in that series. Franklin beat Lorena yesterday in Game 1 of the Region Finals 8-0, Game 2 tonight from Baylor at 7 o'clock. Bosqueville beat Munster 11-1 in Game 1 of their series. Game 2 tonight from Weatherford, 7 o'clock first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the dismount. Got to say goodnight to you. Just a couple of final notes from today. We brought this up at Campus Confidential. Aaron did. Um, the uh, Got some times and dates. Um, I think we already kind of knew the dates, but uh, this is kind of interesting to get some of the uh, game times and uh, even got some networks involved in this. The uh, Bears it will take on September 3rd. At 6 p.m., ooh, still going to be a little warm, uh, Albany on ESPN+. Plus. And then uh, they've got a late night. That That's going to be – Aaron, what did we decide that was on? Was that going to be a late night ESPN game? Yes. The uh, Okay, the BYU, they're gonna, that's going to be in Provo. And, of course, Baylor had a home-and-home home with BYU down even before they came into the uh, conference. This will not officially be a conference game yet, but when they arrive in 2023, obviously they'll start counting as conference games. This game is going to be at 9.15. That is a 9.15 Central Time start. That is kind of like Pac-12. That is a late, late game, and we are talking about uh, local time, that'll be well past midnight and likely be around 1 a.m. when that game wraps up. But uh, Aaron and I are not owls. We'll be fine with that. That won't bother us one bit. I guess local, like mountain time out there, that would be about 8.15. All right, 11 a.m. September 17th versus Texas State. That's going to be on FS1. That's kind of interesting. And then uh, West Virginia game Thursday, October 13th. Uh, and that'll be at uh, 6 p.m. Central. I believe that's another FS1 game. All right, everybody, thank you for today. We will talk to you tomorrow for our Friday show at 4 o'clock sharp. Good night, everybody. This is the Big 12 Buzz, a daily look inside Big 12 athletics. Here again is the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time to check a Big 12 athletics on today's Spectrum Big 12 Buzz.